Not a mounted dildo, but a fuck machine. Written by Naro Moreau and Summer of Spock. Read by Literarian. Chapter 4 How are you holding up, my dear? It turns out staying home all the time is pretty boring. Who knew? Aziraphale smiled at his phone, hand drifting to his mouth, as he thought about the night before. He supposed it was boring to be at home all the time. No fun little outings to car boot sales, no pub trivia nights. But he'd also had his very first kiss. Though, did it count, since it was with Crowley? He pressed his thumb into his lower lip, and his stomach swooped as he thought of the sound Crowley had made when they'd first kissed. The soft, breathy inhale. He wondered how different kissing Agnes would be. Surely she wouldn't have stubble that scraped over his chin. Her lips would be fuller than Crowley's. Her hands would be smaller when they sank into his hair. She wouldn't smell of sandalwood and leather. What did Agnes smell like? Picking up his phone, he typed out a question. What's your favourite scent? That's a funny question. Is it? I'm sorry, you don't have to answer. No, it just made me laugh. I'll answer, but then you have to answer a question of mine. Aziraphale smiled at his phone. Agnes was so kind to him. Truly a wonderful girl. It might not have happened if Crowley did not address packages to both of them by habit. If Aziraphale hadn't opened the package on the kitchen counter with shears fished out of the drawer beside the sink and gasped. Crowley! Crowley skidded out of his bedroom, eyes wide at Aziraphale's distress. Why on earth is there a phallus in the mail? Aziraphale asked, holding up the purple silicone thing. It was a decent six inches, fairly realistic, balls included, and clearly a penis, despite the suction cup. Even then, he was having difficulty understanding what he was looking at. Oh, Crowley cried. I forgot I ordered that. I was pretty desperate back then and was up for anything, really. But that was before we, you know, started wanking together. Crowley plucked the dildo from his hand and looked at it speculatively. Very nice, actually. Maybe I'll still use it. You are going to... 
Aziraphale tried to picture the process, and his brain promptly shorted out. Don't act so shocked, Danger. I had a girlfriend in college who was dynamite with a strap-on. Turned me on to the whole thing, but I'd never invested. Aziraphale's brows furrowed. How exactly uh, is it? You mean to tell me this? <laughs> oh, come on. It isn't anything out of the ordinary. Crowley said with a chuckle and a wide gesture of the dildo. Don't look at me like that. I'm sorry. I suppose I didn't expect to find a purple penis in the post today, Aziraphale said tartly. Crowley passed the toy back and forth between his hands and hummed speculatively. You know, if I'm going to use it... You could always... watch. Watch! Aziraphale's voice broke on the word. Don't you have any questions about penetration? Crowley asked, like it was the most reasonable question. The practicalities of it? You don't have a vagina, Aziraphale said stupidly. Crowley's mouth curled in a wicked grin. I have other holds, Angel. Aziraphale saw the way those long, elegant fingers curled around the curved shape of the hard silicon, the way Crowley's thumb followed a vein at the side, and his cock twitched, pulling against his trousers. It was impossible not to remember the way Crowley's hands had felt wrapped around him, hot, sliding slicked up and down his length, bringing him to completion. His breath stuttered out in a soft sigh. I could show you, Crowley said, looking at the purple piece of silicon in his hand. He fixed his eyes on Aziraphale, cheeks slightly pink. It really is the best thing. First time I did it, I thought it might be weird, but you have no idea. If I'm going to use this on myself, you might as well get something out of it, right? The idea of Crowley's slender, warm body shaking apart around the toy was suddenly tempting enough to prompt him to say, Yes, it's a marvellous idea. I've never... I think it would be good to see how the whole thing goes. It wasn't ludicrous to accept Crowley's offer. After all, it would be wise to see exactly how it happened if he was bound to do it someday, and what better way than this? It was practical, really. Crowley's lips fell apart, the tip of his tongue sweeping along the seam of his mouth. Yeah, exactly. You definitely need to know how this goes. It's not just shoving your dick in, thrust in, good night, good riddance. Oh, good, yes, 
just as I thought. Aziraphale said, ignoring the way his bow tie seemed to dig into the line of his throat. A demonstration. Nothing more than that. There was the faintest curl downward to Crowley's mouth before he frowned. So, when do you want to do this? Tonight? Yeah, works for me. Crowley turned and walked back to his room without adding another word. When he closed his door, it sounded louder than normal. Aziraphale had been incredibly fidgety all day, restless, unable to focus on more than watching a random episode of Planet Earth that he was certain he'd seen before. It was a Friday like any other, but the pandemic had forced everything into a grey blur. But Aziraphale couldn't deny that, since Crowley had started to educate him in the matters of intimacy, he had had something to look forward to when he woke up. Something that offered a stronger pull than the pages of a new book or a warm cup of cocoa. It was the novelty, of course. That delightful frisson of facing something exciting and new. When he tried to pass the time until evening, he knew quite well why his mind refused to settle. If everything went according to plan, he was going to finally see the entire expanse of Crowley's bare body. The vulnerable parts of him. Which shouldn't be such a big deal. After all, he had seen Crowley in several states of undress before, and there wasn't anything there Aziraphale wasn't quite familiar with in his own body, nothing odd or out of place to deal with. And beneath it all, there was the steadfast certainty, the quiet but solid idea of how right this was if Crowley was the one sharing it with him. There was no reason to fret. Crowley was busy with work all day and, after eating dinner alone, Aziraphale dutifully changed into his loose pyjama bottoms and his cream nightshirt, as if it were one more night amidst plenty. He consciously brushed his teeth, though, keeping in mind that, if there was a sliver of a chance they could kiss again today, he wanted Crowley to at least not suffer through it. It was always good to be considerate. Not that Aziraphale thought the whole kissing thing had displeased Crowley, judging by his low moans when the kiss had turned deep and messy, when he had settled a hand at the back of Crowley's head to pull him closer. It spoke of how much he and Crowley had developed a connection that extended even through this new, unwalked terrain. 
Their interest lay in women alone, and yet they still found a way to be there for each other, much like always, this slight shift in their relationship barely anything in the grand scheme of things. He was still unsure about where they would be coming together tonight. Crowley hadn't said where the whole thing was going to take place. It could be the living room, as it had been during all their previous encounters, but somehow Aziraphale suspected this particular activity demanded a bedroom. But would it be his or Crowley's? He sat, ready, at the edge of his bed, the mattress dipping softly beneath the weight of his body. He refused to patter quietly to Crowley's door and ask, not wanting to create any awkwardness, even if he could feel a prickle at the tip of his fingers, his heart already beating madly. Aziraphale watched the clock on his bedside table. 8.02 p.m. Angel? At first... The word was quiet enough, Aziraphale thought he had misheard, but then Crowley called a bit louder from his bedroom. Angel, you can come in here if you're ready. Aziraphale pushed up from the bed like a coil tightened, springing up in violent delight. A rush of fever-red heat washed through him, a needle of breathless anticipation pulling up behind his ribs, in his lungs. Yes, I'm coming, he answered. He made his way to Crowley's bedroom, not knowing exactly what to expect. The previous times, everything had fallen into place without worry, and there was no reason why this time couldn't be the same. Despite the images he had tried to piece together in his mind, like a patchwork that could prepare him for what was to come, he wasn't ready for the sight that welcomed him the moment he entered Crowley's room. Aziraphale's breath broke out of him in a punched-out sigh. Come on, Angel, sit here on the bed so you can see, Crowley said. He was lying on his back, legs pulled apart and up on the mattress, not a scrap of fabric on him. Aziraphale's mouth was dry, words scraping up a tight throat. Crowley was an inviting sprawl of soft, angled lines on dark sheets, red hair stark against the pillows. His skin looked smooth, pale, and yet warm to the touch. As if, if someone dared to curve fingers along the bowing curve of his chest, the dip of his waist, it might burn. Aziraphale dropped on the edge of the bed. He'd seen Crowley naked before. Cleaned him up when he was sick. But this, 
Something about this made Aziraphale's blood run hot and strange. So, Crowley began, all business, and how he was able to keep that tone, that cynical, devil-may-care tone, while sitting there naked, Aziraphale had no idea. I prepped myself before you came in. I didn't think you'd like the show of me sticking my fingers up my ass. You can use the toy without, but I like a little warming up, personally. It was too much to imagine, and not enough. Crowley opening himself up on his fingers, one, two, Aziraphale didn't know how many it had been, moaning around the burning stretch of it, skin damp with sweat. Aziraphale's tongue turned to cotton in his mouth, his cock twitching already, and he choked down his desire to say, No, show me that too. Crowley held up the dildo. Obviously, when working with a woman, you won't necessarily need a lot of prep, but a woman won't say no to it. You've got nice hands, so I'd start with that. Some fingering. Looking at his hands, Aziraphale's face grew hot. Did he have nice hands? What did that mean? Crowley opened the bottle of lube beside him on the bed. Want to do the honours? What? Aziraphale asked, drawn out of his dizzy state by the question. Crowley's cock wasn't fully hard, nestled as it was against the furrow of his hip, drawing attention to the soft trail of auburn hair that led to his prick. <laughs> Loop me up, Angel, Crowley said with a breathy laugh. Fumbling the bottle as their hands brushed, Aziraphale squirted a large amount of the cool liquid into his palm before taking the dildo from Crowley. His blush was nearly at his hairline now, mottling down his neck, while he spared a glance to the arc of Crowley's long neck, to the cliff of his hip bone, the tight buds of his nipples. His fingers prickled with the desire to touch, curling tight around the dildo. This thing was going to be inside Crowley in a matter of seconds. Blood roared in his ears. Crowley was going to fuck himself with it, spread himself wide around that piece of unyielding silicon and show Aziraphale every second of it. Gripping the length of it, Aziraphale slicked the shaft of the toy, smearing lube all over, and handed it back to Crowley, whose eyes never left him. There was something sharp in them, heated and heavy, his tongue sweeping along the soft swell of his bottom lip. When Crowley took the toy back, Aziraphale's breath caught in his throat. This was happening. 
Crowley dropped back against the pillows and let his legs fall open, hitching up his hips and pressing the thick head of the toy against the glistening, tight rim. Aziraphale couldn't see. He desperately wanted not to miss anything. Scooting closer, he ran his hand over Crowley's warm thigh, and Crowley gasped, head tipped up as his back arched. Transfixed, Aziraphale watched the moment the tip breached the soft, tender skin of Crowley's asshole, the way his pliant body seemed to swallow the intrusion greedily. Oh, fuck, yeah, Crowley groaned, his chest heaving. Aziraphale's cock throbbed in the confines of his pajama bottoms, fully hard now, while Crowley pushed the toy a few more inches inside, welcoming it with a lax, sloppy roll of his hips. See, Crowley choked out, words airy. You gotta be careful. Don't thrust it in all at once. You need to give her time to adjust, especially if it's you. What? Aziraphale breathed, not able to look anywhere but at the lewd stretch of Crowley's rim around the silicon, his hand sliding up to where the skin was shiny with patches of lube as he pressed the toy inside in little aborted thrusts. Crowley moaned, half the toy inside him now, tight hole shining and wet. You're big, angel. Keep that in mind. Aziraphale only half registered the words, his gaze trailing up the lovely display of Crowley's body. The curve of his freckled shoulders, his small, tight nipples, his cock now hard and leaking on the flat of his stomach. His own hand felt heavy where it rested on the spare curve of Crowley's thigh, wanting to trail up and expose Crowley wider to see everything. You can touch if you want, Crowley said, probably catching the desperate expression on his face. This is for you, after all. The words rattled something deep within Aziraphale, something he couldn't quite understand, but it was all that he needed to palm the round curves of Crowley's buttocks, to spread him wider, just to see the way the shaft of the toy was held in the tight clench of his asshole. It was maddening to see how deliciously slowly Crowley eased himself down the dildo with lazy rolls of his hips, and Aziraphale wondered how much he could take. Can you take it all? he asked in a feeble, thin voice. All of it? 
with a flick of his wrist, as if answering to Aziraphale's question, Crowley pushed the dildo into the base. The movement shoved a deep, low moan out of his mouth. Like this, you mean? It was impossible for Aziraphale to deny how arousing he found the picture, the idea of it. Of Crowley's furled, small rim now obscenely opened around a fake cock. His hand tightened on Crowley's thigh. Aziraphale's throat jerked on a groan when Crowley pulled the toy out, only to shove it back in, Aziraphale's thumb now tracing the tender, twitching rim, touching the place where Crowley was so very vulnerably speared open. He spread the lube around Crowley's hole with soft presses, watching the way Crowley's balls tightened, his cock bobbing with every hard thrust of the dildo. Oh, fuck yeah, Crowley moaned, thighs quivering, long body rippling with the effort of what he was doing. Like that... Touch me like that. <sighs> the burning need to take over blazed in Aziraphale's veins, feeling the slicked slide in of the silicon shaft, brushing his fingers, hearing the filthy squelch of the excess of lube he had applied, the space between Crowley's legs all messy and wet. Aziraphale drifted a hand to the hang of Crowley's balls, hovering there before touching the sensitive skin. Is it really pleasurable? Yeah, Crowley sighed. Otherwise I wouldn't be so goddamn hard. You can touch me more. Knock yourself out. You gotta learn. It felt like such a privilege to be able to press his hands on Crowley so freely, and Aziraphale took his words in earnest, cupping Crowley's balls, thumbing at the slick rim over and over, drawing soft noises of pleasure from him. Come here, Crowley said breathlessly, pulling Aziraphale closer by the shirt. You can't fuck the girl without some snogging. Should I? The next pull of his arm had Aziraphale falling half on top of Crowley while he kissed him, urgent and deep, right from the start. Aziraphale's stomach churned with heavy arousal while Crowley used his free hand to palm his cock over his pyjama bottoms. You're so fucking hot, Crowley breathed, his tongue running along Aziraphale's lower lip. Want me to do something about it? Yes! 
Crowley slid his hand into the waistband of Aziraphale's trousers, fisting his cock in a slippery hand. There was a swirl of sensation, with Aziraphale's fingers still brushing Crowley's hole, feeling the idle sinking of the dildo as it filled Crowley, kissing Crowley with an open mouth. Still, it felt like not enough. Can I do it? Aziraphale heard himself asking out loud, breath hot on Crowley's lips. Can I? You want to use the toy on me? Crowley asked, words almost hungry. And it was that, wasn't it? Can I? The question came out strained. Needy. Course you can. Just let me. Crowley tugged his legs closed, pulling the dildo out, but before Aziraphale could complain at the loss of the delightful sight, of the kiss, of the touch of Crowley's hand on his cock, Crowley was flipping over, settling on hands and knees over his mattress. Crowley was on all fours for him. No, not for him exactly. Like this, Crowley said, spine curving forward in a deep U while he bent his arms at the elbows. So you can see what you're doing. Right. Aziraphale scooted behind Crowley, taking the slicked-up dildo from the cool sheets. From here, he could see the round, pert curve of that tight ass, and he reached a hand just to palm a cheek, to feel the smooth skin of it in his hand, thumbing his asshole open, watching it give under his touch. It was such a lovely view that, for a moment, Aziraphale absently wondered if he found the whole thing pleasant and arousing because Crowley had the same type of body he sought on women when watching porn. Slender waist, small but round ass. It made sense. Crowley made a noise of frustrated longing, the arc of his shoulder moving up and down slowly while he worked his cock. I'm fucking dying here, Aziraphale. Oh, yes, yes, of course. Aziraphale slipped the blunt head of the toy against Crowley's rim, catching a bit before it was sliding smoothly inside down to the middle of the shaft. Oh, finally. Crowley seemed to sink further down on his elbows, while Aziraphale pressed closer, pulling down his trousers to the middle of his thighs with eager, desperate movements, his jutting length springing free and grazing against the back of Crowley's thighs. He was already fucking Crowley with the toy, deep, wet pushes of it, his other hand pulling at his own neglected cock, 
thumbing at his slit to spread the precum pooling there. It was difficult to keep his mind from drifting away from the moment, from the tandem movements of his hand, and imagine he was the one burying himself there to the root, stretching Crowley around his cock, snapping his own hips against Crowley's backside instead of against his own fist. His hand tightened around his prick, and he pushed the thought away. That wasn't what they were doing. He was learning how penetration worked by watching. That was it. The hot pulse of heady arousal was setting already at the base of Aziraphale's spine, in the spread of his limbs, while he thrust the dildo in and out of Crowley, hearing him groan and sob to the air, narrow hips shoving back to take more. Oh, fuck, fuck. Angel, yeah, like that, just like that, feels so good. Aziraphale moaned at the words, at his own firm grasp, at the sight of Crowley's flushed skin, glistening with sweat. Are you touching yourself? he asked, desperate to know. Crowley pushed back against his hand, hard as he groaned. Don't need it. Can come like this. So good. Fuck, yes, just... His ass pushed against Aziraphale's cock, and Aziraphale gasped. Would it be such a transgression? Crowley had brought himself off with Aziraphale's thighs the previous week. He grasped Crowley's hip and ground against his ass, dripping over his skin and leaving obscene streaks. He wished he could slip his cock against Crowley's slick skin, grind the furrow of his hip, maybe press inside the crease of his ass. Except this was beautiful too. It wouldn't be long. He could feel it in how tight his skin felt around him, his own breathless gasps every time he pulled harder at his erection. The flex and pull of Crowley's muscles was clear enough to tell he was all so close, his cries coming out ragged, his ass clenching harder around the silicon. The low thrum of his own orgasm began to build as he rubbed off on Crowley's ass, the pressure of it tight in his balls, his own cock sensitive and drooling. Crowley came with a moan, pressing back, hips hitching, while Aziraphale pulled the toy out, tossing it to the side. He could see the way Crowley's asshole twitched, clenching around air, around nothing, as if wanting the fill of a cock inside again. It stoked a heat inside him, 
unbelievable in its intensity as he began to touch himself again. Aziraphale couldn't take it any longer. He spilled with a groan all over Crowley's arse, thick spurts sliding down Crowley's buttocks, his thighs, and covering his pink, loop-slick rim in Aziraphale's cum. Crowley collapsed on his bed, and Aziraphale's knees gave out under him, rolling to Crowley's side. Gross, my ass is drenched in gum, Crowley said, shifting to his side with a grimace, giving Aziraphale a wide, broad smile. But that was bloody fantastic. How are you feeling? I can't feel my legs, Aziraphale said, unable to be anything but truthful. That orgasm had been a strong one, striking him with unexpected force. He was still basking in the days of it. Crowley brushed a damp curl off Aziraphale's forehead with a chuckle, his eyes bright and unguarded, and Aziraphale's stomach burnt hot with banged longing, some strange, heavy feeling sitting in an empty space inside him where something was missing. What? He wasn't so sure, but he had read enough books about sexuality to pin the whole thing to the downrush after bliss. Chemistry playing its part. Bodies being bodies. Come on, Angel, we need to clean up, Crowley said, pulling him by the hand. They traipsed to the bathroom in a jumble of discarded clothes, as Raphael's pyjama bottoms left spread on the sheets. Crowley's hand was warm and comforting in his, not letting him go until they were standing on the cold tiles. You really made a mess of me, Crowley said, but not unkindly, grabbing a wet washcloth and passing another to Aziraphale. Couldn't you aim somewhere else? Like, I don't know, onto the sheets? I'm sorry, I can only control this thing to an extent, Aziraphale bemoaned. He grabbed the washcloth, cleaning himself, watching Crowley wiping up his own cum from his arse. Besides, you came on my thighs just last week, so fair's fair, I think. All that earned him was a loud laugh and a flick of water from the sink. Crowley washed his hands while Aziraphale rinsed his own washcloth, the two of them standing in each other's space as they always had, bumping hands, shuffling closer. Aziraphale watched Crowley wrap a towel around his waist and brush his teeth, while Aziraphale pushed him to the side with a nudge of his hip to do the same. Going to bed already? Crowley asked when he finished cleaning up. 
There was an edge in his voice of something tentative and soft. I don't think so, no, Aziraphale said. He wrapped a towel around his own waist. He could see Crowley's fingers tapping on the marble of the sink, a restless sort of energy that could be the haze of orgasm or something entirely different. Crowley swallowed, the movement of his throat trapping Aziraphale's attention. We could watch something then. I don't know, or... The words caught in the flare of his breath, coming like a sigh. Whatever you want to do. It was right. To stay awake together. Aziraphale had always enjoyed the quiet, silent nights where he could just sit next to Crowley, whiling away the hours. It was right. This was what they did, he and Crowley. Together on the sofa, finding comfort in each other's presence, like always. Perhaps the Witcher? We only have two episodes left, Aziraphale asked as Crowley smirked at him. But only if you let me hold your hand at the most gruesome scenes. Crowley chuckled. <laughs> you can always hold my hand, Angel. And perhaps, just perhaps, sex could be indeed this easy, Warm thing that didn't feel strained, didn't feel like faltering at every step. If Aziraphale could feel so satisfied, so content after wanking with Crowley, even when he wasn't attracted to him, then when the moment came, sex with a woman he fancied was probably going to be miles better. 